0: You need to become who you want to attract, because here's what I know in life, you attract who you are, not what you want. This is the L3 Leadership Podcast, episode number 245. Hey, podcast family, and welcome to another episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast, where we are obsessed with helping you grow to your maximum potential and to maximize the impact of your leadership. My name is Doug Smith, and I am your host, and in today's episode, you'll hear me teach on one of my favorite subjects, how to get a meeting with anyone. This is literally my step-by-step process for getting meetings with leaders, how I get them, how I follow up with them, how I continue to build that relationship after the meeting. If you will take this process and apply it, you'll be shocked at who you get to spend time with, and I believe that your life will never be the same because I believe that you are one connection away from changing your destiny. But before we dive into the lesson, just a few announcements. Leaders, I am so excited to invite you to our second annual L3 One Day Leadership Conference that's being held on Friday, March 13th, 2020, right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We have an incredible lineup of speakers for you this year. We have Jeff Henderson, who is a pastor at North Point Church and works with Andy Stanley. He also recently authored the book, Four. And that book is so incredible that we're actually giving a copy away to everyone in attendance at L3 One Day this year. And I've heard the talk that Jeff is going to give at the conference. And as soon as I heard it, I knew I had to have him speak at L3 One Day and share this talk. And leader, I'm telling you, you are not going to want to miss this conference just for that talk alone. In addition to Jeff, we have many other incredible speakers. We have Laura Ellsworth who's the partner in charge of Global Community Service Initiatives at Jones Day. She's one of the best speakers I've ever heard in my life. We have Bill Strickland, who's the founder and the chairman of the Bidwell Training Center here in Pittsburgh. We have Greg Weimer, who's the partner of Confluence Financial and a few others. And it is just going to be an incredible day. But leader, let me tell you why that I believe that you and your team need to be in the room at L3 one day more than just who's speaking. It's because I believe you are one idea and one connection away from changing your destiny and the destiny of your organization. I'll say that again. I believe you are one idea and one connection away from changing your destiny and the destiny of the organization. Leaders get in the room, because here's what I know. You have no idea what you're missing when you're not in the room. I love what Gerald Brooks said. He said this about being in the room. He said, leadership can be taught, but it has to be caught. And when you're in a room with high-level leaders, you feel it. And often in leadership, it's not the lesson that you need. It's the life of a leader that you need. And I know for me personally, it's been the lives of the leaders that I've been able to connect with at events like L3 One Day that have meant everything for my growth. And so please join us. We're offering a special discount for podcast listeners. You can go to l 3 daycom to register and use the promo code podcast to get 10% off of your ticket. Again, that's promo code podcast and you'll get 10% off your ticket. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Baritone Advisors. The financial advisors at Baritone Advisors help educate and empower clients to help make informed financial decisions. Find out how Baritone Advisors can help you develop a customized financial plan for your financial future. Please visit their website at Beratung Advisors, that's B-E-R-A-T-U-N-G, advisors.com. Securities and investment products and services offered through Waddell & Reed, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Beratung Advisors, Waddell & Reed, and L3 Leadership are separate entities. And with all that being said, let's dive right into the lesson. Here's my step-by-step process for how I get a meeting with anyone. Welcome to another episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast, where we are obsessed with helping you grow to your maximum potential and to maximize the impact of your leadership. My name is Doug Smith, and in today's episode, I'm going to be teaching on the subject how to get a meeting with anyone. And why this is so important to me is because I believe that you are one relationship away from changing your destiny. I'll say that again. I believe that you are one relationship away from changing your destiny. And I know that by personal experience, my life has been significantly changed and transformed by the leaders that I've come in contact with. And so today, I wanna give you a practical process to be intentional in connecting with leaders. And my hope is that you'll start reaching out to leaders, that you'll get meetings that you never thought you could get, and that your life will be transformed as a result of the relationships that you develop. Now let me give you a little bit of background on why and how I developed this process for context. When I was around 18 years old, I had a leader in my life who would bring in significant leaders from the community, usually from the business world, and he'd have them share leadership lessons with us. And he would always say to us, listen, Doug, if you connected with a leader that I had come in, my encouragement to you would be to ask them out to coffee and to ask them to mentor you. And he gave us this whole process, and I'm going to be sharing with you a lot of what he shared with us in today's episode. But I started asking leaders out to coffee, and that ended up leading to two or three coffee a month with leaders which I did for probably around 10 years when all of a sudden I started realizing my peers were coming to me and saying Doug I can't believe you got to spend time with this leader or that leader I wish I could and I just want to look at them and smile and say well have you ever asked and 90% of the time when I would ask that question they would say, no, I've never I've never asked. And so I saw it as an opportunity and that's actually how we started the L3 Leadership Podcast. I simply thought, what if I recorded my conversations with leaders so it doesn't just add value to me, but to everyone that I influence through the podcast. And thus in 2012, we started the podcast and here we are today. And that decision alone has led to relationships that I can't even have fathomed having prior to the podcast. So that's the background of why I'm passionate about this. And here's a little bit, before we dive into the actual process, here are just some things that you need to know and think about before you start this whole process. First, one of the most important principles you could ever learn is that you need to become who you want to attract. You need to become who you want to attract. Because here's what I know in life, you attract who you are, not what you want. You could want a a meeting with John Maxwell, but if you aren't growing and developing as a leader, you're never going to get on John's radar. And so first thing is to become the person that you want to attract if you want to attract and and get to spend time with high quality leaders then you leader need to become a high quality leader so always be becoming who you are wanting to attract and that's all about personal growth and the second thing is to recognize that you are always either building your credibility or tearing your credibility down and why I want to talk to you about credibility is because oftentimes It's gonna be the credibility that you've built that opens the door for you to get in the room with some of the people that you wanna get in the room with. For instance, I mentioned that I just had a lunch with John Maxwell. The only reason that I got a meeting with him was because of another leader giving me credibility. And John looked at me and he said, Doug, if it wasn't for that leader giving you credibility, you would have never gotten this meeting. And so leader, if you're listening to this, I want you to know that people are watching you and every day you're either building your credibility up or tearing it down and one day you're gonna to need to bank in on that credibility and if you haven't built it you have nothing to cash in on and you're not gonna get the meetings that you want and so always be growing always be becoming the person you want to attract and then thirdly always be building your credibility you want to do all of that before you even think about reaching out to a leader for a meeting So let's dive right into the process and literally this is how I get meetings with anyone and so let's dive into this. My process is number one, I create a bucket list of leaders that I want to meet with. I create a bucket list of leaders that I want to meet with and literally. I did this when I was 17 years old, and I'm always adding to it. And at the top of my list was John Maxwell. Now, let me be clear with you. When I was 17 years old, 18 years old, and I wrote John Maxwell on the top of my bucket list of people that I wanted to meet with, I had no idea if it would ever actually happen. And I do wanna preface this by saying, you have to be okay with it never happening and never getting a meeting, but you should still have the list. But be okay if you never get that meeting. But if you get a meeting, be extremely grateful. So in other words, expect no meetings, But be grateful for every meeting. And that'll that'll be that'll keep your heart in the right place and it'll keep you going when you don't get certain meetings. And so get ridiculous with your list. Literally, no one should be off, off the radar. If you wanna meet with the president of the United States, the president of another country, just dream big and have a list that you're willing to work. For those of you interested, John Maxwell was number one on my list. Now that I've had that meeting, my new number one is Dave Ramsey. So if you're watching this and can get me in the room with Dave Ramsey, let's make it happen. That would be awesome. But create your bucket list of leaders. Now, when you have your bucket list of leaders, here's the next step. Start working your list. And how you start working your list is starting with who you know. Now, if you go back and and look at episode number one of the L3 Leadership Podcast, my first guest on the podcast was the Dean of Admission at Carnegie Mellon, which is impressive, but he's also my father-in-law. I had a relationship with him. And if you look at the relationships in the beginning of the podcast, I just went with who I knew. And I always ask at the end of every meeting that I have, who do you know that I should know? And that's led to some wonderful relationships. But just start working the relationships that you know and see where that leads. If you don't start where you are, you're going to stay where you are and never develop relationships beyond that. So start working the list with who you know. And how you start working that list is by simply reaching out and asking for 30 minutes of a leader's time. That's step number three. Reach out and ask for 30 minutes of a leader's time. And here's what I do when I ask for a leader's time. First, I preface it by introducing myself and letting them know that I'd like to have 30 minutes of their time and that if they would allow me to have that time, that one, I will send them a list of questions in advance and that I would respect their timeline. That way they know that I'm going to come intentionally and with an agenda and I will not waste their time. But here's my secret sauce, and this kind of happened accidentally, but my secret sauce is create some kind of unique proposition to add value to them as a leader. Now for me, it was the podcast. I started this podcast, and so when I meet with leaders now, where I reach out to leaders, I don't just say, hey, can I meet you for coffee, I'll send you questions. I say this, hey leader, I'd love to meet with you and learn from you, and I will, if you, end up allowing me to have a meeting with you, I will send you questions in advance. But not only that, I would love to record our time together. And so you will not only add value to me through what you teach me, but you will also add value to everyone who listens to the L3 Leadership Podcast. Now that's where multiplication comes in. And if a leader knows that they're going to get an ROI, not just in investing in a young leader, but also everyone that they influence, they're much more likely to say it. And by the way, they now have an audio of them sharing their wisdom that they can share with their followers and add value to everyone that they influence. It's wonderful. So for me, it's a podcast for you. It may be something else, but come up with some kind of unique proposition to get in the door. And just remember, it all goes back to credibility and just making sure that you're developing your credibility. Now, when a leader gives you a yes, and they say you're willing to meet, that's when I encourage you to actually go and study them. And now I have a list and I'm more than willing to share that and the show notes. And so I'll make sure that we do that. But whenever I get a meeting with a leader, I have a list of about 20 questions that I ask every leader that I meet with. But then I actually spend time, usually about an hour or two per interview, researching the person that I'm about to spend time with. I'll read articles, I'll watch interviews they've done on YouTube, and I just aggregate as much information about them as I can. And then I, I develop questions that make me curious that I would like to ask them. I always over prepare for instance my lunch with John Maxwell I had seven pages of questions I knew we wouldn't get through all seven of them but I wanted to be that prepared that if he wanted to go longer I could go longer so do your due diligence realize that you may not get through all the questions so prioritize them but always prepare for your meeting now on the actual day of the meeting be early for your meeting something a leader taught me when I was very very young he said to be early is to be on time to be on time is to be late, and to be late is to be left. And so make sure you're there at least 15 minutes early. It shows that you respect and value their time. When you actually get the meeting, shake their hand, say hello, and make eye contact with them. And here's another secret sauce bonus, and I don't always do this, but I always try to, bring them something that they love. And this can be on the front end or the back end, but bring them something they love. And where I got this principle was, I forget the woman's name, but the woman that created the Aflac Duck, she had a a meeting with Warren Buffett, and she was supposed to get a 10 to 15 minute interview with Warren. Well, in her research for her interview with Warren, she found out that he liked Diet Cherry Coke, or Cherry Coke, one or the other. And so before her interview with Warren Buffett, she went to a convenience store, bought a little cooler, bought some ice, and got a glass of ice-cold cherry Coke. She brings it to the interview, sits down with Warren Buffett, says hello, and says, Mr. Buffett, I know you love cherry Coke in my research for you, and so I thought we'd start the interview with something that you love. Here's your diet cherry Coke. And he said, young lady, in all of my years of doing interviews, no one's ever brought me a cherry Coke. You can have as much time as you want. She ended up getting an hour-and-a-half interview with Warren Buffett. No one gets an hour and a half with Warren Buffett, all because she spent $1. fifty on a, a cherry Coke at a convenience store. So for me, oftentimes I'll reach out to whoever I'm interviewing's admin assistant, and I'll ask for something that they love. And it could be something as, as small as a gift card to Starbucks. But again, it's showing and, and helping you stand out, and it's showing you that you value them. So there's a little secret sauce for you to add to them. When you're in the meeting, obviously go through your list of questions. I always print out two copies. I give one to them, and then I have one for myself. Bring a notebook and take notes. Now, I don't do this if I'm in a podcast interview, but if I'm just meeting with a leader, I always handwrite whatever they're teaching me. It shows you that you're actually listening and valuing what they're saying. So always take notes. And again, if you say you're not a note taker, I would say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you need to take notes. How are you going to remember everything? And so take notes. And then at the end of the meeting, I always ask the same question. I always. Ask ask, how did you experience this? So I want feedback. If, if I wasted their time or wasn't focused, I want that feedback so I can get better for the next meeting that I have with leaders. And the second question that I always ask is, who do you know that I should know? Who do you know that I should know? And all of a sudden, they make a list of two or three names of people that are sharp leaders that I can connect with. Well, now they just go on my bucket list. And the beautiful thing about that question is, if you build credibility in your time with them, if you're intentional and they know you value it, they'll open that door for you. And that's what's beautiful. They've allowed me to use their names and emails. Some of them have made email intros for me. And so always ask that question, follow up with next steps. After the meeting, this is huge. This is huge. Always send a thank you note. Every single time and don't just write, hey, thanks for coffee, you know, Doug. Write down, hey John Maxwell, thank you so much for spending an hour and a half with me. Hey, in our time together, here are my top five key takeaways. Thank you so much for adding value. And if you didn't do something on the front end for them, here's where I would encourage you to do something on the back end, whether it's a gift card, etc. And a principle that I actually picked up from John that I now am using to process What I do on the back end of these meetings is John told me, he said, Doug, anytime you get a meeting with a leader, you need to walk away and ask, what can I do now to become unforgettable to that leader? I'll say that again because that is so good. What can I do now for that leader that'll make me unforgettable in their eyes? And John used the example of he he spent time with a leader, and it was a president of a college, and he ended up going to a Mont Blanc store and bought a really nice Mont Blanc JFK pen. He handwrote this president a letter and with the Mont Blanc pen and said, "Hey, this is a JFK Mont Blanc pen." JFK was a visionary and he put us on the moon you get to invest in the next generation of visionaries every single day thank you so much for that now in John's eyes what's going to happen every time that leader uses that pen or looks at that pen he's going to think of John Maxwell he became unforgettable in that leader's eyes so good find out what a leader likes and find a way to add value to them. And oftentimes, what I also like to do is a value add. If they have an admin assistant that set up the meeting, I try to find out what they like. And I'll actually ask the leader I'm spending time with, hey, do they have anything that they love? And I usually try to buy a really nice gift card for the administrative assistant. And again, yes, to become unforgettable, but it's just the right thing to do. They do so much to add value. And so serve the people around that leader and, and watch it, watch what it does for you. It's amazing. Just add value to people. So send a thank you, send them a gift, become unforgettable. And if you want to develop the relationship, here's just a few things. If if you meet with a leader and say, hey, I I would love to have multiple meetings with this leader, here's what I would encourage you to do. One, don't ask for another meeting a week later. Wait three to six months and actually apply what they taught you. There's a thought. (laughs) And once you apply what they've taught you, then ask for another meeting. And so, hey, John Maxwell, thank you so much for meeting with me. It's been six months since our last meeting. In our first meeting together, this is what you would write in the card. In our first meeting together, you told me to do this, this, and this. I did it. I executed on it. Here's the result. Did I do it right? And can we meet again? Now, if you do that, I'm telling you there's not a mentor in the country that won't meet with you. Nobody does that. And so show them that you can actually execute on what you taught them. And for sometimes, and this was actually John's advice to me. Now, to get two meetings with John Maxwell would be really, really difficult. But he said, At some point, it's not just, well, the people I'm mentoring do something with what I taught them. He said, it also becomes, well, they value what I value. And so sometimes if you want another meeting with a leader, find out what their mission is, find out what their vision is and serve it. And so if you want another meeting with John Maxwell, I'm going to find out. He encouraged me to go on a trip with him and start valuing what he values. So that's what I'm going to do. So value and serve the vision and mission of whoever you'd like to meet with again. And then just ask them for the meeting again. And that is literally my entire process for getting meetings with leaders. And I just repeat that over and over and over and over and over again. And again, that has led to so many relationships that I can't even like, I am so grateful for the doors that have been opened up just by following that intentional process. And so the whole goal of this episode was to give you a step-by-step process so that you could get a meeting with anyone and keep those meetings going and turn those into mentoring relationships. And so my hope for you today is that you'll develop at least one relationship through this process that changes your destiny forever. And if I get to play a small part in your journey, it would be quite an honor. So thanks so much for listening and watching this episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast. We value you, we love you, and we live here to serve you. So until next time. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Henny Jewelers. They're a jeweler owned by my friend and mentor, John Henny. My wife, Laura, and I both got our engagement and our wedding rings at Henny Jewelers, and we absolutely love them. Not only do they have great jewelry, but they also invest in people. In fact, they give every engaged couple a book to help them prepare for their marriage, and we just love that. And so if you're in need of a good jeweler, check out Henny Jewelers at hennyjewelers.com. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, BAB Inc., Bab is an insurance broker, a third-party administrator, and consulting firm led by my friend and mentor, Russell Livingston. Russell is extremely passionate about developing the next generation of leaders, which is why he's partnering with us on this podcast, and he's also opened up his offices here in Pittsburgh to host our monthly leadership events, and we are extremely grateful for that. The nonprofit that I work at, Light of Life Rescue Mission, started using BAB as our insurance broker around three years ago, and we've had an unbelievable experience with them and we highly recommend them. So if you or your organization has any insurance needs, please check out and learn more about BAB at babbins.com. That's B-A-B-B-I-N-S.com. Well, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to my lesson on how to get a meeting with anyone. I hope it added value to your life. As always, you can find links to everything that I discussed throughout the lesson in the show notes at l3leadership.org forward slash episode 245. And as always, if this episode added value to your life and made an impact on you, would you please share it with others? Share it on social media. Let us know what your key takeaways were. And if you'd be willing to also leave us a rating and review on iTunes, that would be appreciated. It really does help us to grow our audience. So thank you in advance for that. And as always, I like to end with a quote, and I'll quote Dave Ramsey today. He said this. He said, of the few things you still control, your choices and your attitude both will determine your future. Choose carefully. Again, you always, always, always have control of your choices and your attitude. Choose carefully how you use them. Hey, thanks for listening and being a part of L3 Leadership. Laura and I appreciate you so much, and we will talk to you next episode.